to Double Take. With Rick and Lori. Fry. Fry. Would you like fries with that? Yes, you would. Yes, you would. So. Here it comes. Now you can talk. Now I can talk. Okay. Thank you guys for... Mm-hmm. Do, do they still tune us in? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, for streaming us. Yes, thank you streaming for streaming us. us. We're and excited to get to be here. Yeah, we're we, brought... Go ahead. No, I was just saying we're part of the Stream Grace Network where there are other podcasts like The Three, which is also really, really good. Yep. Oh, and I'm on it. Huh. 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 And then uh, you can find us on all the other places, Spotify, Apple, and uh, you can find out more about Oneness Ministries at oneness-ministries.org. And if you go to our website, which I just said, yes, <laughs> you can pull down the tab and support Oneness or Oneness Ministries or this podcast mm-hmm. or Glory and me. Mm-hmm. There's so or many all, ways. Or all, all three. All three. <laughs> well, today yeah. we're going to talk about something <laughs> interesting. Something that gets you in trouble sometimes. Yes, it- Yes, it does. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I had <laughs> cigarette tobacco on my tongue. <laughs> You're eating that again? <laughs> Stop it. We're going to talk about mm. the relevance of or, sin or irrelevance yeah. of sin. Yeah. Cause I remember when, several times when you used to teach some small groups, you would make the statement that sin was irrelevant and you could almost see people going... <gasps> Yes, people have people have sucked the air out of a whole room <laughs> when I say something like that. Yeah, because I mean, what? Can you turn me up just a little bit? That's oh, that's much better. That's much better. I barely. Maybe you should just sit a little closer. I am. That's. I am sitting as close as I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> okay. There we go. How's that? Better. So, what is sin? That's the first question. What is sin? Missing the mark. That's what they call it. Missing the mark, that's right. Mm -hmm. But really, what is it? (laughs) Screwing up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the street term. (laughs) (laughs) The street term? Because we're street savvy. (laughs) We are. We're so street savvy. We are. Just look at us. Street savvy, yes. Street savvy. I don't know. What are you going for? You tell me. I think a lot of us. Oh, I know what what it is. Go ahead. I think a lot of us define sin based on our behavior. Mm-hmm. You did what? <gasps> That's a sin. <laughs> and you know, I think it has zero to do with behavior and everything to do with unbelief. Mm-hmm. Not believing what Jesus has done for you. The, the behavior is evidence of the unbelief. Yes. It's it always what the, the bottom line is. Yes, the, the bottom line is unbelief. Mm-hmm. So, we believe, we live our lives w- with the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us, mm-hmm. forgave our sins, and we died with him, mm-hmm. and we were resurrected with him, a new creature, with Holy Spirit in us forever. That's yeah. what we believe, that's what we teach, and I believe that's the truth. So what has what does sin have to do with that? <laughs> Can we screw it all up with sin? Nope. We can stop believing it. Mm-hmm. And I have. 
I have, there was a time in my life where I said, screw this, I'm not doing it anymore. And I think God just kind of laughed and said, he'll be back. <laughs> well, you didn't really go anywhere, <laughs> which is the truth. You can't go anywhere. Right. There's no place to go. Mm-hmm. So. So when we're talking about unbelief being the root of the behavior, mm-hmm. it's, and when we talk about flesh, that is how we, when we don't believe, okay, let me back up. The verse that says we God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Second Peter one three. Thank you. You want to recite it correctly, or was uh, that good enough? That was really really close. That's really close. In His divine power and excellence and excellence, He has given us everything, everything we need for, for life, life and, and godliness. godliness. <laughs> so that's past tense. Yes. So if we believe that, we're going to live differently than if we don't believe it. He says, it's also stated, and look up, you got your Bible? I have my Bible. The app? The Bible. The Bible? You got the Bible there? I do. I want you to read from your Bible. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ephesians 1, verse 3 and 4. Do you care what version? Nope. Um, the on. right one. The right one. It may take a while then. (laughs) Ephesians 1, 3 and 4? Yes. Okay. Every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us as a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped into Christ. This is why we celebrate him with all our hearts. And in love he chose us before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with an unstained innocence. Holy. <laughs> That's a nice version. That is a holy in mm. his eyes mm-hmm. with an unstained what? Innocence. Innocence. Mm-hmm. We are innocent. Yep. We are not guilty. Mm-hmm. We stand before God holy and acceptable because why? Because I'm sorry, I was looking. <laughs> I was looking. Because why? You guys are paying attention. <laughs> I'm paying attention. I'm just looking up another version. Because of what Jesus mm. did on the cross. Yeah. The cross worked. Mm-hmm. The cross was complete. All sin forever has been forgiven. Yep. What is that noise? It's probably Pat. Oh. All sin for all time is forgiven. And we used to say this to people, where were your sins when Jesus died on the cross? And they all say, on the cross. On the cross. They say, no, trick question. Trick question. (laughs) They were all in In the the future. future. 2,000 years ago, he died on the cross. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, my sins were forgiven. Yeah. All we had to do was say yes and thank you. So the second question I have here on my little list is how many sins were forgiven? All of them. That's exactly right. Even the ones I haven't thought of yet. Yep. Yeah. It says in scripture, past, present, Mm -hmm. and future. Mm -hmm. All. Mm -hmm. All means all. all. In every language. Yep. Mm -hmm. Read Psalm 103 verse 12. I wasn't ready. Oh, sorry. Song, just a minute. 103. I'm just dragging it out. 12. 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. You know why that's important? Yes, I do. (laughs) Do you know why that's important? (laughs) Sure they do. Sure you do. Because Mm -hmm. the east never meets with the west. Mm -hmm. If you go east, you're always going east. If you go north, eventually you're going to go back south. That's right. So but as, not east and west. But so as far as the east is from the west, is how far he's taken away mm-hmm. our sins. They're not covered up. They're not covered by the blood. They're taken away. They're not They're washed. destroyed. They are gone Don't. as if mm-hmm. they never happened. Mm-hmm. That's how complete it is. And he doesn't remember them. And it doesn't mean God has amnesia. It means remember they will never be connected to you again. I love that. I love that. Isn't that good? won't be remembered to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That's awesome. So we have Romans 8.1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. There is thou. <laughs> there is thou? There is now. Therefore there is now. I was doing now. a different version. That's okay. My version was simpler. and. Therefore the is now no more condemnation. Mm-hmm. For those who are in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. So how can you say, I'm a sinner saved by grace? <laughs> how can you say that? Well, that goes into the whole new creation. What's a new creation? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. So what is it? Well, it's, it is a completely new person. We have a completely new spirit. Yes. We have a heart that doesn't want to sin, no matter what anybody else tells you. You are not trying hard not to sin because that's what you really, really, really want to do. You really don't most you of the really time. I don't. I really don't want to sin. I do I stupid mean, things. How many people sit in church and hear some some leader say say that about, you know what you really want to do is sin. You have to try not to. And then they take that part that Paul wrote about the thin, thing I want to do, I don't want that I don't do and the thing that, you know, all that. And then you, I remember sitting there thinking, but I really don't. Why do you keep telling me that I do? And how many times have you heard, we're going to do, um, where is it, what is it when you eat the little waifs? And communion. Communion. <laughs> how many times have you heard someone say, when we're getting ready to do oh, communion, dear. bring your bucket of sins? Mm-hmm. It's not about remembering your sin, because first of all, they're gone. They're gone. And second of all, he said, do this remembrance of me. Yes. Not the stuff you did. Exactly. It's what he did. Yeah. And it is complete, and it worked, and they're all gone. Do I still do stupid things? Of course I do. Ask me. Ask me. (laughs) Don't ask her. (laughs) As long as I'm in this earth suit, I'm Mm -hmm. going to do stupid things. Mm -hmm. But confession doesn't mean that I have to go make a list and make sure I say everything I've done. Confession means to agree with. Mm-hmm. I agree with God that my behavior was not consistent with my new identity. Mm-hmm. And what is my new identity? Jesus. It is Jesus Christ. That's my identity. Mm-hmm. That's who lives in me. That's who I'm united with. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm one with. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but was, he just said that. I was hearing, was, waiting for somebody to say amen. Amen. Yep. Preach on. As far as the east is from the west, mm-hmm. sin has its own consequences. Mm-hmm. That if you go out and rob a bank, you're going to go to jail. 
Unless you get out of town pretty fast. Well, they're going to find you now. They're going to find you. That's, yeah. <laughs> if you heap coals into your lap, you're going to get burned. Well, that would be stupid. That would be stupid. Mm-hmm. So I'm fully capable of doing stupid things. But it has nothing to do with my eternal salvation. No, or the fellowship you have, the, the relationship you have with God. Right. Nothing. has nothing to do with it. I remember somebody saying once, if if somebody came to you and said, I'm going to come in and pay for, pay off all your debt. And not only that, but I'm going to, for the future, pay off all of the stuff you need. I'm going to take care of all of your finances and your expenses for the rest of your life. How often would you think about money? It just wouldn't be an issue. It would not be an issue. So transfer that to the whole sin question he said i paid off all your sins i've already paid for all of the sins that you've ever even not even thought about committing yet i don't want you to think about sin what does he want us to think about him him (laughs) and what we have and you know i people think it's a slippery slope if you don't preach on sin i had a friend one time and i remember her saying you know, I just love that he just, I just hear a, a sin message and you hear people say, well, if I don't feel beat up, I don't feel like I went to church. Why do you keep preaching on sin when it's irrelevant? It's irrelevant. God wants us to, to enjoy him and what he's done for us. And because the more we focus on sin, it's like, you know, I used to watch Frasier on TV and mm-hmm. there was an there was a, a episode where he was learning to ride a bike and there was a mailbox and he just kept saying, don't hit the mailbox, don't hit the mailbox, don't hit the mailbox until he hit the mailbox because he was focusing on the mailbox. We don't need to focus on sin. We don't need to focus on trying not to sin because then what do we end up doing? We we don't, and you don't really want to most of the time anyway. God wants us to live in freedom. And freedom is not focusing on don't do something bad. Right. That is bondage. Yeah. That is bondage. Freedom is is focusing on who Christ is and who he says we are. Mm-hmm. We are beloved. Beloved? Is that right? Is that right? We're loved. We're loved. <laughs> we are loved. We are complete. We are holy. We are glorified. It's part Christ. of the new creation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it becomes our identity. And your heart's not evil and wicked and deceitful. It's no. a new heart. It's brand so stop saying new that. Heart. Andrew Farley says, you are heaven ready. Yeah. Where you sit, you are heaven ready. The other thing Andrew says, he's, he was talking about, you know, if you, everybody wants three steps to this and three steps to that. And he goes, I'll give you three steps to the Christian life. Wake up, remember who you are, and go be you. Go be you. Because you remember who you are in Christ and go be you. I honestly, I don't think about sin if I if I hurt someone's feelings or I've said something awful or whatever it is, if I've done something, I know it. Yes. And I think of it in 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 terms of I I want to go apologize to that person or um, try to try to write it somehow, try to deal with it, mm-hmm. try to because I want to. Well, I didn't. The word sin didn't really cross into my mind. It was. This was not you. Yeah. This was not who, this is not, it doesn't fit right with who you are. Right. So let's go take care of it. Yeah. It's not, oh, you sinned, so 
hit me over the head with a Bible or something. Please, hit me over the head with a Bible. I love it. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I didn't know that about you, but I can hear. <laughs> this is the only the, one I have with uh, me right the now. Bible, <laughs> the Bible was never meant to be a weapon. The Bible was never meant to be a guidebook. It was never written. It's not a manual. To, as It was never written as a manual. It is a book who tells us about Christ, what he did, and who he made us. He spent 5,000 years in the Old Testament showing, proving that we can't do it. 5,000 years he worked with one group of people and they couldn't do it. And that's important, apparently, to God mm. because he did all that, spent all that time proving it. And then his son came. And his, his son lived sin-free and then he took on our sin so that we could live sin-free with him. He became sin so that we could become his righteousness. His righteousness. So you are his righteousness. Yes. If you are in him, you are his righteousness. And I don't care whether you're feeling it or not, because most of the time we don't feel like we're righteous it's like God. It's not about a feeling. It's not. It's about It's not truth. about behavior either. <laughs> no. It's about the truth. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I am the truth. I am the way. I, I am the life. Exactly. That's where you were going. It is exactly where I go because <laughs> that is the truth. It that is. is a fact. Mm -hmm. That is our reality. Mm -hmm. We are free. And if you see yourself as a sinner, then it's, you kind of go, eh. I'm going to sin because I'm just a sinner. And that's a lie. It is a lie. If you see yourself as a saint, and check it out in the New Testament. Well, saint means believer. Every every letter Paul wrote was written to, to the, the saints. saints. Right. So you are a saint. You are a saint. You are a saint. But if you believe you're a saint, you tend to live more like one. Yeah. What was it? something else Farley said about if you walk by two rooms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One is full of trash mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, just dirty and everything. And the other one is perfectly pristine and mm -hmm. clean. Mm -hmm. And you have a piece of trash. Which one are you going to throw it in? The dirty one. That's right. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Because it's already dirty. Mm -hmm. We are already clean. Yeah. We are clean and per perfected before God. Jesus said in, in John 17, I... I want them to be where I am. I want them to be where I am. And he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And we get to be there with him. Yeah. And he had to pay the price so we could. So what does that look like then? What do you mean? Well, what does that look like to live without a sin consciousness? Do you want me to pull up that one verse about, sure. what was it, Hebrews, what I said? Ten. One and two. Hebrews 10, one and two. This is still faster than having a physical Bible. Hebrews, there we go. 10. Um, this is amplified. Okay. For since the law has merely a rude outline of foreshadowing of the good things to come, instead of fully expressing those things, it can never, by offering the same 
What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> sorry. I unplugged my just, headphones. Just ignore that. Yeah. Let me start over. For since the law has merely a rude outline, a foreshadowing of the good things to come, instead of fully expressing those things, it can never, by offering the same sacrifices continually year after year, make perfect those who approach its altars. For if it were otherwise, would those sacrifices not have stopped being offered? Since the worshipers had once for all been cleansed, they would no longer have any guilt or consciousness of sin. That's right. Now the context of this this book is that there were Judaizers trying to get people to go back to the old way of being Jews. And they were wanting to start the sacrifices again and started Mm -hmm. all the celebrating all of the religious holidays. And this writer says, no, Mm -hmm. that is gone. Mm -hmm. Well, and it says here, since they, if you know, and he's talking about how the blood of bull and goats is powerless to take sins away. However, Jesus's blood did. So he's saying, if, if the, since the worshipers had once for all been cleansed, they would no longer have any guilt or consciousness of sin. We have been cleansed once and for all. Yes. And then it says, but as it is, these sacrifices annually bring a fresh remembrance of sin to be atoned for. So the sacrificing, the rituals just remind you, oh, and then I'm, then you go, oh, I am a sinner. Oh gosh, I need to atone for this. The truth is we, there is no guilt or sin consciousness the the only consciousness is listening to holy spirit yes because there's a reason you feel awful when you do something awful stupid (laughs) okay sometimes it's awful sometimes sometimes we do awful awful. stuff yeah and sometimes you know i don't know what they say about willful sins and (laughs) they're all willful we you know we did them on purpose yeah but it bothers you because it's not who you are anymore Nope. But you don't go to, I'm a dirty, rotten sinner, and I'm, I'm guilty, and I'm... But he doesn't want us focused on sin all the time. No. Well, he in wants my us opinion. focused on him. Yeah. No, that your, your opinion is correct. Thank you. He doesn't want us to be sin conscious. Mm-hmm. He wants us to be righteous conscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I'm trying to think of the verse in Romans, and I can't remember but he says we are no longer slaves to unrighteousness Mm -hmm. but we are slaves to righteousness through christ jesus Mm -hmm. we are now slaves to righteousness that is our identity Mm -hmm. and back to uh, since we're talking andrew farley stuff it seems he talks about you know we talk about walking in the flesh walking in the spirit and he said andrew says and I think he's right, our default is to walk in the Spirit because that's who we are. Yes. Now, that is our new identity. We have to choose to walk in the flesh. Yes. So most of the time, we are walking in the Spirit. We, we just are. All the time, we are of the Spirit. Of the, yeah, but we are. But we have to make a choice. to, And the flesh is the part of us that wants to meet our needs because we don't believe, back to the unbelief thing, mm-hmm. if I don't believe God is my protector, then I'm going to do things to protect myself. And it may be, um, you know, withdrawing from life. It may be, if I don't think God um, is, um, 
for whatever reason, if, if, if I don't think God is taking good care of me, well, then I might go home and I might become an alcoholic. I may become a hermit or I may find some other behavior that's not good for me. I may isolate myself from people yes. because the unbelief is that God has not provided me with everything right. when he says he has. he has. But I don't believe it. Therefore, the behavior is just what's the evidence of what the unbelief is. Yes. That clear? That's exactly right. The, the behavior flows out of what we focus on. What we believe. What we believe. Right. So a lot of times people will come in and they're angry about stuff in life. Mm-hmm. And we all get angry about stuff in Everybody life. Everybody does. They do. And, but when what we do is try to get down to the bottom of what the anger is. And a lot of times, if not every time, what they're angry, who they're angry at is God. Right. But they'll say, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. First of all, you can't you, be mad at God. No, you can't be mad at God. Or, well, I'm no, I'm just mad at my husband. I'm not mad at God. Yeah. Well, yeah, you are. Because what the behavior shows, that's ultimately who you're mad at mm-hmm. in that sense. So we don't even realize that that's what it is. So when we've got a behavior that's not consistent with who we are, then we get to examine and ask God to show us what is it that I'm believing about you that's not true right. or about myself. Yes. Um, I was talking to a young man recently, and I said, "You, the truth is you have what we just read in Second Peter and what we just read in Ephesians mm-hmm. 1. You have everything already that you need. Mm-hmm. And he got mad at me and said, so you, so he's, how's that going to put food on my table? How's that going to pay my bills? How's that going to keep me from getting thrown out of my house? Mm -hmm. He says, is that true? I Mm. said, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. God will provide for you. Mm -hmm. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah, you get to participate. You get to participate. (laughs) Yeah. And people have all kinds of excuses as to why God's not, Doing what he's supposed to do. Right. Mm. What do we contribute? I have to go, I have to get up and come to work every morning. Mm. I, I, I get to. <laughs> I don't have to, I get to. Mm-hmm. Don't make a lot of money doing it, but I get to come. Was that a shameful ask that for was. money? <laughs> <laughs> I hope you feel guilty. <laughs> <laughs> or at least generous. <laughs> Not guilty, generous. Yeah, generous, okay. <laughs> but... Mm. We do participate in this, mm-hmm. but we don't cause God to love us by what we do, by our efforts, mm-hmm. by our work. He loves us. He already did. Yes. Mm-hmm. Why so, do you, what, when you're, if you're a parent or before you're a parent, if you want to have kids, why do you want to have kids? Generally, it's just because you want to love them. You want to have somebody. Relationship with yeah, them. You want, yeah. So... I mean, why would God be any different? He he wants to have a relationship with us. He loves us. Our kids, when they were growing up, never thought about where their food was going to come from. Right. They never thought about where they're going to sleep that night. God wants that for us. He wants that for us. He wants that kind of, he wants us to trust him that much. How many times? How many times have we prayed, God, just tell me what to do and I will do it. You mean this week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what he always says to me? Yeah, I do. Well, I'm going to tell them. Okay, you, you tell. go do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. He always says, okay, here's what I want you to do. I go, okay, okay this is going to be good. I get to go do something. He says, I want you to trust me. Ugh. 
still. And I'm going, you misunderstand. Mm-hmm. I, think you, I don't think you understood what I'm asking for. And he goes, I totally understand. I want you to trust me. I got this. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> You're too worried about it. We everything. think we do. Yep. Or we think we're going to take it because he's not. Yeah. So the point, sin being irrelevant, is it's a real thing. It has its own consequences. It does. Jesus paid for it. Say thank you. And, and live life in, in being thankful and enjoying and freedom that you are free in him yes. because he did it all. Go to work. Go mm-hmm. do your stuff. Go pray. Mm-hmm. Go read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Go to church. Mm-hmm. Do that stuff. Mm-hmm. But not in order to gain God's blessings or presence or favor. And if, yeah, and if, you, if you're not focused on sin, then you don't have to be going, oops, did I forget to confess that one? Did no. I forget that one? What about that one? What if I forget one? It's not about that. Nope. It, was, it was sin. It was the sin issue, not sins. It's more the sin. Yep. And it's not relevant between you and God it anymore. It is gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. And thank you (laughs) for watching us, listening to us. (laughs) I hope you find some comfort in this, that you find some value in what we are telling you. Yeah. We get to enjoy our lives Mm -hmm. because we are free. Mm -hmm. We are free from the confines of unrighteousness. Even if we don't feel it some days, some it doesn't days make it less true. That's what we talk about up here. We're yep. going to be having some small groups coming up soon. Yep. Um, and if you want to talk more about any of that, we're here. You know how to find us. And uh, leave a comment on the podcast. Let us know what you think or something make, you'd like for us to talk about. Make it a nice one. Oh, you keep saying that. These people love us. Don't you? Oh. Thanks. We'll see you next week.